crazy. And, you know, uh, I keep telling people, you know, I'm doing my promo. I said, you know, the ape only crowd, just walk by the bookstore. Cause you're not even going to want to think about this. Mm-hmm. You just don't, you know, and it's, it's not like titillating stuff. It's not like groundbreaking. It's just like stuff that everyday people are having these events and they won't talk to anybody because they get made fun of, you know, and by those closest to them, you know, their spouses, husbands, wives, boyfriends, girlfriends, whatever. They're the ones. And oh, really? You saw a Sasquatch? Okay, what are you drinking, honey? Okay. And so that shuts her up, you know, or him up. I mean, it, that's it. It's all you needed from the person closest to you to kind of diss on you, mm-hmm. you know. So, but yeah, third book, it's, uh, I'm just waiting on artwork. I'll be ready. It's going to come out January 2023. Just waiting for artwork. So what kind of things are we talking about? You know, that um, the on the paranormal side that, that make people f- uncomfortable about telling your stories. Because they're ridiculed, you know, and, and that's, that's what this one person in Washington state is talking. I don't want to be known as that crazy Bigfoot lady that has a hundred cats and everybody thinks she's cuckoo because she sees things. Well, you know, that's the stigma. You know, it, it's like when you saw a UFO, mm-hmm. you know, you were crazy. It's the same harassment and, and stigmatized uh, conversations that you have when you say you saw some, okay, you, you know, the story about it, people that saw a UFO. Yeah. You're crazy. You're nuts. Okay. Yeah. Bob saw a UFO yesterday. Oh yeah. Right. What's he drinking? You know, but it, it's perpetuated into the Sasquatch or even you know, any cryptid, Dogman, Mothman, Pale Whites, any, anything. It gets stigmatized by those that don't believe it. And the majority of people don't believe it. So they have all the heavy, they have all the weight behind them as far as, you know, keeping people quiet. You know, right. then the government and science and, you know, the lumber and paper companies, they, they poo-poo it too. So it's just, it's never ending. So that's, you know, and these people are just need someone to talk to. And so I'm, I'm flattered and honored to get a hold of me, you know, and there's some, there's some truly creative people out there, wackos, hoaxers, but you know, they're easy to figure out in a very short period of time. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's just, uh, and I found, I'm finding matching stories for Sasquatch and missing time, Sasquatch and UFOs. Now, when that starts happening, you know, you know you're on to something because they're they're strange they're strangers they don't know anybody they don't know me they don't know the person who told the story before you know I just have it all written down and then I do a podcast or I do a a, a paranormal conference and somebody invariably comes up I got to tell you something you know and they it, it's just it's crazy but I love it because people have a place to go and talk and not not get made fun of. So how many reports have you heard where there's a Bigfoot and UFO connection? Uh, Two that I've personally looked into. Uh, I've heard of others, but they're second and third hand stories. But, you know, uh, the guy in in my second book, uh, Missing Time, he had six hours of missing time with him and his attack trained German Shepherd that wouldn't do a darn thing when uh, the Sasquatch is walking at him. You know, uh, he hides, 
uh, at 11.30 at night in his travel trailer on his property while he's rehabbing his house. His dog's in there. The Sasquatch is walking at him. He's standing like this with a butcher knife he got out of his kitchen because he forgot his pistol. Uh, it's 11.30. He wakes up 5.30 in the morning. Same position. Dog is leaning next to him in a trance. You know, dogs don't sleep standing up, but his eyes are wide open, but he's leaning against his master, you know, <clears throat> and six hours. He doesn't want to, you know, he does not want to find out what happened. His words to me were, I don't want to find out I had a Travis Walton kind of thing. I just don't want to know. Because I told him about, you know, well, I've been regressed and I found out some things I had no idea about, you know, uh, a UFO thing. And so he just doesn't want to know. So I like my life boring. I don't want to know that they put me on the table and give me an implant or took a, a sperm sample or anything. I don't want to know. He's a very successful businessman. He has his own company. I mean, it's a, it's a big uh, internet company, uh, software development. And so He's got the money to go pay for some good shrinkage. He just doesn't want to know. And back in September, I did a paranormal conference here in Missouri, Joplin, Missouri. After my presentation, a lady comes up to me with a friend and she's a scientist and her friend is a scientist. And they proceed to tell me a story of going home uh, from somewhere in Kansas going to Oklahoma and uh, and there was two more women uh, with them in the back seat. They're at a scientific conference. The two women are PhDs in the front seat. They're PhD scientists and the women in the back work in the scientific field, but they're not PhDs. You know, they don't have degrees, but they work in the field. They see on the side of the highway a Sasquatch leaning over and probably 50 yards up, you know, in the headlights and they're driving back eight, eight 30 in the night and they get right up close to it. It stands up. It starts running. It starts running alongside their car. <laughs> they like freak out. They start slowing down. It's still on the shoulder and it takes one look over its shoulder, runs across the uh, highway and uh, runs into the scrub. So they're all freaked out, but there's four scientists Two scientists, two in the field, instant converts. You know how scientists are. If I can't see it, it doesn't exist. I don't have a type specimen. It doesn't exist. Well, there's four people that just saw a Sasquatch, and they're all freaked out. So they're pulling over by the side of the road talking about it. It's about 8.30, uh, Should be. They look at their watch. It's a little after 10. So they lost almost an hour and a half to two hours. And they... They don't know what happened to it. You know, they, they'd only been driving 10 or 15 minutes when they saw this. So by 8.30, it was over. So hour and a half had just gone by. And their car radio clock was right. All their watches synchronized. They just realized, we haven't been sitting here an hour and a half. So they lost hour and a half a time just during a Sasquatch interaction. But sort of this other guy, he lost six hours. Interesting. Yeah, it, it is. It's just, you know, and, you know, and I bought a piece of art from a guy. Uh, it's been a couple of years. And I, I pointed out that the faces mm -hmm. on this art look a lot like 
ETs, and they weren't intended to. But he proceeds to tell me a story that him and his girlfriend went parking, uh, you know, Lover's Lane type place out here in Kansas City, uh, eight or nine years ago. And they had a, a craft came down, this bright light filled the inside of the car. Next thing they knew, the sun was coming up. It was about one or two in the morning. And so the, but the sun was coming up. So it was like dawn. So five, five thirty here. And they woke up in the back seat, which is where they were. And it's bizarre. I run it, but you know, there's, there's three stories of, you know, missing time two with probable UFO. The third one, I don't know, but you know, both of them, the two with Sasquatch and missing time, one hour and a half, one, six hours. I mean, what are the odds you're going to find two people other than a mental institute mm-hmm. that might tell you that a UFO and a Sasquatch took me on board? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Michael Harrell, Pork and Bean Show? Mm-mm. No, uh, out of Canada. Uh, he did a study. Uh, probably 20 years ago and it was uh, interviewing abductees and they were asked, but you had to be awake the entire time from the time you were taken to the time you were taken back home. You have to be awake the entire time. And what they asked was what type of creatures are seen the most. And they interviewed, I don't know, multiple hundreds of people and the top five creatures, beings seen on a craft was the greys, um, the Nordics, reptilians, Sasquatch, and I, I can't remember. I think there's a, the tall Nordics, which are much, much taller. You know, they're eight, nine, ten feet tall. So, but Sasquatch. So, and they were participants. They weren't abductees. Now, you know, uh, the, the greys are coming here and taking, you know, cattle and horses and humans and doing experiments, you know, DNA studies, whatever. You hear about the, you know, the uh, tongue and eyes and uh, the anal regions on cattle and horses being cut out, laser light, you know, all that technology. Just And so these people have nothing to get. Why would they even pull a Sasquatch out of, out of thin air and right. put them in in the list. Yeah. And uh, it was a fascinating study. I'm trying to get him to uh, send me an email and uh, go into detail on that. But, you know, hmm. there's got to be something to that. That's interesting. You know? I'll have to yeah. have him on as a guest. Yeah. Michael Harrell, Pork and Bean Show. He, he's a real good guy, you know, and he's done this study. And, uh, and there's another uh, document he made up. It's the parallels between uh, different creatures and people's perceptions and Sasquatch and UFOs and greys, they're all in there, mm-hmm. almost equal numbers. Right. It's crazy, you know, but it, 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 I, I would uh, I'd have a chat with him because that's, that's very intriguing stuff. Hmm. You know, it, it is intriguing. I, I wonder like with missing time, you know, I can think of three plausible explanations to missing time in Sasquatch. Mm-hmm. One is um, that Sasquatch is multidimensional and coming in through another portal, which causes some type of natural time distortion. Sure. One is the alien connection, you know, where 
where they're able to manipulate time. So, you know, we don't know that we're missing or, or whatever it is, or they're coming in through another dimension to mm -hmm. the, these UFOs are coming out, also causing time distortion. Yeah. Um, or these creatures and beings are time travelers and possibly f humans from the future. Could be. I hope my my grandson doesn't grow up to look like one of those guys, but I get it, you know. Uh, but yeah, the, we don't know, you know, <clears throat> and science does us no favors other than admitting quantum physics, quantum math uh, exists and works, but they won't help us out with uh, making a, a link mm -hmm. uh, because, well, that just can't be, you know. So, yeah. And, and so the, uh, the thing with uh, missing time is that now I get mental visions from a Sasquatch clan and when they're showing me things and um, they're showing me their habitat basically mm -hmm. you know uh, I made connection uh, in 2019 and uh, it's been going on ever since whether anybody can grasp, grasp that or not and so when they're taking me through uh, the vision of their habitat, this ravine that uh, I know they habituate, they live there, that's their living room. I'm going through like I'm on a conveyor belt, a, a slow and steady speed, but everything going by me is like two or three times as fast as I know I'm traveling. So that right there to what you said is like, well, that's their version of time in space, you know, and it's, it, it's almost identical to, have you heard people describe how they can move so very, very fast when the upper part of their body is moving? Like if it's running or something, you can see it moving, but the feet are going like the road runner. Mm -hmm. They're just a blur, right? but they seem to be just like this it's just bizarre, but you take that and what you're talking about, time, space being bent, portal dimensions, however you get there, uh, changing vibrational frequencies, but, you know, and I have another witness uh, in my book who describes similar act action where he's being shown planets, three planets in this kind of a triangle, but anyway, He's going through at a certain speed and this stuff is whizzing by. So right there, uh, if that's really happening and it's really the Sasquatch, there's a, a, an example of their version of time and space, mm -hmm. the way they run, whether they're on all fours or on just their two feet, uh, they appear to be going much faster than they really are. It's just odd. It's just odd, but it, you get half a dozen people telling you the same story. Well, they're not all smoking the same dope. They're not all crazy people. I mean, right. you know, I could not have run into 10,000 crazy people all by myself. You know, I mean, they're out, you know, these people are having these experiences and they're having these descriptions. And you can see by just the very nature of what I just described to you, you can see someone going, uh-huh. You know, 
And so that's why there's <clears throat> nobody talking about it, you know, except, you know, do it on shows like yours where you get the word out that, that there are some bizarre aspects to these beings. And I can't explain it, but I'm just telling you, many, many, many people are having these same uh, experiences and, you know, plausible explanation. Mm-hmm. Can't tell you. I'll do the Occam's razor. The most you know simple and uncomplex explanation is usually the best. You try to explain it away too hard, try to prove it too hard. You, you have too many things in there. You're trying too hard. You know what? If you hear that, I was taken aboard a craft and I'm missing six hours. Well, what's well, were you on drugs? Were you on antipsychotics? Are you paranoid schizophrenic? Were you can hallucinate things? You, you, no to all of those because it happened, you know. So it's just, it's fascinating, you know. And this year has been a real eye opener uh, because I've gotten so many people that are calling with just, I know you're not going to believe this, you know. <laughs> so many times I've heard that story, you know. Uh, and I've only said that a few times in my life, you know. I uh, know you're not going to believe this, but. You know, because you you have to say it with conviction, like you own it. This happened to me. It's my reality. You cannot take it away from me. You can go ahead and ridicule me if you want and try to make me feel small. But it happened. So rather than just shut up, they're coming out in small numbers, but they're getting out, you know. So. I I. I have another guest on sometimes. His name is Sunbow True Brother. And he has telepathic communication with Sasquatch. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's written some books on, you know, and mostly about saving the earth. You know, what we're doing to the planet, how we're destroying it, how we're destroying ourselves, how nuclear war will not just mess us up, but mess up things in other dimensions. Yeah. Um, and, and you know, it's basically a warning to to humanity that we need to start living in harmony with nature and with the universe. Do you think yeah. that is what Sasquatch is trying to do? Is trying to communicate to us that kind of message? Absolutely. I was just going to say that when you were talking about it. I mean, that is why they're here. Keep us from destroying the planet and destroying each other, which probably would go hand in hand. Yeah. You know, but I I think that's their. Uh, that's part of their MO. I think they've been here much longer than we have and they're much smarter than we have, you know, and the things that they can do, <clears throat> even though no, many people are not buying into it are just phenomenal, you know, but, you know, monks, Hinduists, people mm-hmm. that meditate, they go all kinds of places and they talk all about it. Now they, they slow their heartbeat down to near zero. They go in, they put themselves into a trance. Uh, they can appear to disappear. They can levitate. Yes. You know, people have seen that. So we don't master the universe we're in. We try to control it. You can't control it. The universe is this runaway train. It's doing it what it's going to do, you know. And if we were more in harmony with one another and the powers that we probably used to have thousands of years ago. That, that's the other thing that I think we had all these skill sets. I do too. Sasquatch I and do other too. people should have had levitation, mental telepathy, uh, you know, uh, dimensional changes, mm-hmm. you know, uh, disappearing, you know, the orbs. Uh, it, we had all that. 
but we've become lazy. So we invented something to do everything for us. You know, got a watch to tell what time. We got a grocery store. We don't have to go hunt. You know, uh, we, we don't have to. But, you know, we have something, computers, cars, airplanes. Everything does something for us. Yes. We don't even have to think. I just got to log in when Gary emails me for that link. And that's all I got to do. You know, I should be able to go, hey, Gary. Should be able to. Gary, is that you? I hear you. Yeah, I mean, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. How cool and fun that would be, you know? And the grays do that. They put screen memories in your mind, you know? So if you're taken aboard a craft, you know, and you're shown deer or owls to replace the big eyes mm-hmm. of the grays. So because your mind uh, will start trying to fill in the blanks. Did something happen? I, I dreamed I was... Up in the clouds last. That was weird. That was a weird dream. Must have been a bad taco or something. I, I couldn't. Have that. You know what I mean? I mean, I, I couldn't have dreamt what I dreamt. I never dream like that. So mm-hmm. it has to be phony. You know, it has to be something else. So, but you know, memories can be put in our heads. I was. I had a vision put in my head when I. Uh, I thought my car was at the bottom of a ravine. I, I think I told you that story. And I was seeing what the Sasquatch wanted me to see I, you know and i took my i've told you this story right no you haven't no 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 no, no. okay uh but well i took my wife to a research area that i have here now you know when you and i i told her because you know she sees all the photos and files and stuff and she goes oh that's interesting that's you know it was kind of like i'm glad you have a hobby you know i'm <laughs> glad you believe you know it wasn't dismissive but it was she just she has a parochial upbringing, yes. and so her she's kind of a show me mm-hmm. person, even though I've shown her plenty. But anyhow, she, she was doing that. I said, you know, I'll tell you what, I'm going to take you to my research area. Of course, you know what happens when you say that. Nothing happens. Right. But I wanted to uh, just really, really what I wanted to do is just take her there and get her the feeling that I get every time I go there. You know, said feeling of heebie-jeebies and you're being watched, you know, you're, you're in the woods and there's somebody there. You just know, I get that all the time. And that's just, just how, you know, they're here. Okay. That's good. If, if I want to have a communication, I might be able to have one. I, I know they're around. I just feel it. So anyway, I took her there and, um, it was, it was sort of a, I'm going to show you, but not really, but that's, I think that's the way it was taken by the Sasquatch. And here's why. So, there's this ravine. It's about 100 yards down to the bottom. It's a long, long, rocket, jagged. You can't get a car down there. Even four wheelers are banned from there now. So there's a big iron gate that goes across. And you park your car there and you walk down this thing. Now, at the end of this ravine and just around the corner was where I had my first sighting of a Sasquatch that just disappeared on thermal. It just poof, vanished. So that's where I was leading one of my first expeditions for BFRO 2013 or 14. Mm. So this area has become very sentimental to me. I love it. But there's a, there's a lot of stuff going on. So anyway, we're walking. We're going to walk down. I want to show. I just want to show you where these this clan lives and uh, where I had my experience. As soon as we get down there, she's freaking. I don't like. I, let's go home. I don't want to be here. This is just weird. And she's not scared of the dark. She got the the heebie-jeebies. She you know. 
walking down. I'm going, no, it's just fine. It's fine. And nothing's going to happen. You're getting the same feeling I get, you know, and our car is just right up there. And I shine my light and my car is not there. I'm going, where'd my car go? And I just, out of habit, I, I looked down to where we were going. And my car was at the bottom of this ravine. And I'm looking at my car and said, how the hell did my car get down there? What is, and she's going, what are you talking about? Your car's not down there. What? I'm leaving. This is, You're messed up. Something's wrong. I said, no, 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 no. Look, the car's not there. I shined the light up there where the car was. It's gone. She goes, it's right there. And I'm looking at it and it's gone. It's down at the bottom of a ravine, which is impossible. This happens two or three times. And then finally, uh, she's going, I'm out of here. I said, no, you're not going anywhere. And I shined my light back up and my car was where it should have been. And I shined my light back down and it wasn't there where it should never have been in the first place. But I clearly saw, I saw the, the taillights reflecting in my flashlight. I mean, it was there. And so I knew what was happening. I could do nothing about it. And after it was all over, I said, you guys, okay, you got me, you know, because they were showing me. And I think it was a joke to be played on me because I was going to show my little wife, mm -hmm. you know, what a big bad man I was, you know, and it was just, it was hilarious and I could do nothing about it, you know, and, but there is a slightly doubting person who's now baptized. She, she's all on board. She, you know, and she's seen some incredible footage of some things that, well, it just, it would blow you away if I could ever show it. I just can't right now. But, you know, so, but that was like, they put that vision in my head. I wasn't stoned. I wasn't drunk. I was just having a great time. We just had a nice dinner. It was 9.30, 10 o'clock at night. And that was happening. Just bizarre. Mm. So, they they can so they can implant thoughts or perception. Yeah. I mean, it was just, it was clear as a bell. I was, I laughed about it when I, when I said it, I was going, where'd my car go? I mean, where is my car? I got to turn my light on. I think I got a, a light out. Is that better? Am I better looking? No. Anyway, it was just, uh, it was crazy, but they implanted that vision in my head. Now my guy that I'm interviewed here in, in Kansas city, he's in the book, uh, He's got a triangular, it's just a triangle. And for every night for 30 days, when they started having Bigfoot activity at their house, they had bones stuck in the ground, uh, animal parts thrown out uh, front, glyphs on the yard, front yard, uh, hand slapping on the house. I mean, uh, they've had everything, everything, you know, handprints with the, you know, the, uh, the uh, white waxy stuff, um, you know, voices, uh, the, uh, Predator orbs, him and his wife both saw them. The clear gelatinous mass is walking in the backyard. They had all of it. He's looking at this triangle, and it's coming up at him, and he's going toward it, but he never gets close to it. It's always like it's coming. You know, it's it's, it's kind of doing this, and, and then it just kind of starts over in a loop. But he sees uh, uh, planet Earth, Saturn, and he thinks it's the moon. There's, you know, there's up here in the top of the triangle, planet, planet. 
and there's these bells that are playing in the background, like just bells. You know, I said, were they like Tibetan bells or a monk bell, the singing bowls, or it, 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 he said, well, it's just bells, and it's a, it's a sign for me to pay attention. And so he's seeing that in his head. He's there. He's looking. He's out in space. He's it's a it's a weird combination, but he's seeing this thing every night for 30 days. A couple of times he freaked out really bad and he woke his wife up. Uh, the other time she was out, whether they put her out or she's just a sound sleeper. I don't know. She never woke up during this. After 30 days, it stopped. But either he was going on a trip, literally through space in another dimension either mentally or physically, or they were showing him a vision. And he never could figure out what he was trying to figure out, what they were trying to show him, you know, other than, you know, this is part of how we communicate. I mean, that's all he could, because he didn't get like, stop eating French fries. He didn't get any weird message, you know, any ominous message, the world's going to end or you need to change your habits. It was just, it was the beginning of the Sasquatch activity at his house. And they live on five acres and they're probably about 25 miles from me. Uh, and he's a straight shooter. He's a, he's a former, uh, uh, medium security player, uh, clearance, uh, enlisted guy with the, uh, with the, uh, air force, I think. And, uh, he, he's an old BS guy, you know, and he's just the facts man. He he's, you know, like any kind of soldier, military, policeman, uh, they are observers. They observe and report what they see. They don't opinionize because they're just collectors of data. That's his mentality. You know, I don't know what this is, but it, it for the last year and a half, they've had stuff happen every couple of weeks. His son, uh, you know, the, the vocals, the, uh, her, he and his wife both saw the predator orb walking across their backyard in broad daylight. One day they both worked from home and they were both out there just taking a break after lunch. So what do you, what do you do with that? When you know this guy, you know, and he worked for TSA, but he's, a, he was a former government guy. And he, he's kind of semi-retired. So he's doing this now, but I mean, he had security clearances. He's not a, a He's not a BSer, you know what I mean? So, you know, and I've sat at his house with him and his wife and his kid. They're just straight shooters, you know, and she didn't even want to believe it. But now she has to because she saw it, you know, and she's seen what it's been doing to him and the family and, and the dogs. The dogs react when they didn't used to before. So what do you, you know, all this stuff is going on and it's just I'm an experiencer. My wife is an experiencer reluctantly, but she cannot deny that. If you sat her down, she'd have to go. Yeah. 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 I mean, so what do you do with that? You know, I mean, do people talk to you, Gary, and say, I, I don't have anywhere to go. I don't have anywhere to talk, go to. I don't have anyone to talk to. I can't tell anybody. Mm -hmm. No, nobody says that to me. <laughs> No, nobody's well, nobody's coming to me for advice. <laughs> well, no, not advice, but they're coming to you because they can talk to you about this stuff. Yeah. yeah. Well, Bob, I, I get that because I'm 
it's witnesses and I'm asking. Yeah, it's, it's your job. You know, but I mean, it's just, it's here and it's here to stay, mm-hmm. you know. And, you know, it, just like the UFO thing where the government was lying about the UFOs for the last 80 to 100 years or longer, you know, they're going to throw, they threw us the tic tac bone. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. We admit that was not built on earth. It's, it's an off planet craft. We don't have the technology. We can't do that. Uh, we don't know who did it. We'll get back to you. So they threw us that bone five years from now. We'll still be chewing on that same bone because they're going to just be, you know, stalling us. Mm-hmm. You know, the more technology we stupid humans get in our hands, the less likely they can just BS us for long. It's going to be the same with, you know, Sasquatch. Someone's going to talk or DNA or the video of a lifetime. You know, I have one of those videos and if I showed it, I would convince probably 80% of all skeptics. I can't show it, but you know, it's, it's, it's just, you know, you're on the right track when you see certain things, you know, and like when I got that, mental image of my car up on the top of the hill where, you know, and other things, infrasound where I'm frozen, where I can't move, you know, because I hear something walking outside. I want to get up and I just, I can't, you know, uh, stuff like that. So it's, it's just, it's happening. It's just, it's, it's happening to people, you know, and I'm very, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm proud to get these people out and put them in a book. All the names are fake. All the locations are fake. They don't want any, they don't want any money or any nothing. They'll get a book, but that's all they want. They want their story told. And when someone reads my stories, somebody reading that, and I say this about a half a dozen times in the book, somebody reading this right now is having or has had an experience just like this. And they're saying nothing. And you know, that's true. You know, UFOs and stuff like that. I mean, it's, it's true. It's, it's happening. So, uh, I can't wait to get the stories out, you know, and I can't wait for the apers to start going, you know, <laughs> you know, but that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. At least I'm getting under their skin. You know, I had a guest recently or, you know, he was a Bigfoot researcher and I asked him about, you know, Bigfoot and UFOs. And he said that he believes that Bigfoot is just a, a cryptid, you know, like a gorilla or something like that. Then he said, however, there was one night where he saw a UFO and heard a Bigfoot on the same, within like 20 minutes apart. And I was like, what are the coincidences? What are the chances of that being a coincidence? I mean, most people do not see a UFO or hear a squatch in an entire lifetime. You get both yeah. in 20 minutes. Can't be yeah. coincidence. Cannot be. No, and you know I've got uh, one habituation witness, <clears throat> uh, Southeast Missouri. Uh, they have for twenty years they've had ongoing relationships with these Sasquatch mm-hmm. on their property. You know they've seen their babies. Uh, I've sat on the front porch with them and, and traded whoops with the Sasquatch, identical to my whoop, identical. I mean just. Talk about mimicking. Oh, my gosh. But on occasion, they get orbs coming in the house. Like, we've had that happen here once. And they see, usually right after or right before, but not during a Sasquatch event, 
And it's almost always the same kind of craft. It's long, cigar-shaped. You said it's like it's as big as a football field. It's just a huge, long, cigar-shaped, and it just glides across the front of their house uh, from one end of the woods, goes down their road, which goes down to their open farm field, and then goes back into the woods, and it just disappears. They've seen that probably five or six times, you know, to the point it's like, Oh, yeah, we saw that UFO again. You know, well, they call and you talk and, hey, what's been going on? I hadn't talked to you a while. They start catching up and, you know, well, uh, you know, what had, uh, you know, some, uh, I got some new dentures and, yeah, I bought a new truck last week. And, oh, saw a Sasquatch about three days ago. Uh, was just looking right at me from behind a tree. Did I tell you that? Uh, <laughs> nope. But it, it's so routine for these people to interact with them. Right. And by interact, I mean either seeing them or, you know, waving or, you know, uh, just looking at each other and without getting too close, you're just absorbing one another's presence. You know, you're just staring and they're very, very curious. We are too. Uh, but it's just, this is happening to so many people, you know, especially the habituation people. It's just crazy, you know, and nobody wants to buy into it because nobody can wrap their head around that. Somebody's living on, you know, 200 acres in South Missouri and they see a Sasquatch, you know, once or twice a week or hear them oh. or both. I think, nah, most of my, I think most of my listeners will believe it. Well, yeah, you're, but, you know, when you're talking to. But, but, but mainstream people, I don't know. Even them, though, I think they're kind of, people are opening up more to. They are. Bigfoot being, you know, most there's more people not able to dismiss Bigfoot being a real phenomenon. That's a good way to put it. Yeah, that's true. The the argument's getting there, you know. So I'm going to spend thousands of dollars putting out books and getting the story out. Uh, You know, I tell a few of them on my Facebook page. Uh, But it's, you know, the big dogs, the people have to start looking at this and going, you know, I'm going to take a chance with my professional scientific career or my chemical career or my, you know, know, nuclear scientist career and, and admit that quantum science is a little more real than we want. You know, I mean, the scientist talks about, you know, wormholes and like it's everyday stuff, but when you want to apply it to a specific creature or a planet or event, Oh, that can't happen. Mm -hmm. Well, which is it? You know, well, that can happen, but only under these circumstances. Well, why do you put criteria on it? Maybe it can happen wherever it wants to. It's in outer space. You're sitting here on the planet. What do you, what, what, what can you tell me that makes that really true? It's just, it's all, it's do as I say, not as I do kind of stuff from science and the government, you know, which is very, very insulting and irritating. But, you know, yeah. we're stuck with that. Well, it's going to be private researchers like you that. Yeah. The information out. If we rely on the government or science to tell us about UFOs, Bigfoot, ghosts, or quantum, you know, reality, biolocation, levitation, astral travel, any of that, they're not going to do it. And I think it also is because they don't want us to know our own human potential. Yeah. That, that's a good point. Yeah, I hadn't really thought about that angle of it, but yeah. Uh, 
Because we can. And, you know, uh, and Ron Moorhead in his book, uh, and I really like this and I've looked into it, uh, the fluoride in the water mm -hmm. calcifies your pineal gland like crazy. Yeah, so that kills our psychic abilities, our third eye. Yeah, yeah. And I looked into it. I'd have to spend $10,000 to get a complete new filtration system put in my house. Because you can buy ionized water, but all the fluorides now to truly get the fluoride and all the other heavy metals that are in that water out, you have to have some serious. I'm not just talking about a water purifier. And these are like, you know, reverse osmosis with laser and electricity and all kinds of stuff going on to get all of that garbage out. But we're just robots, is all we are. You know, handing our, you know, third of our paycheck or more over to the government, state, local, or national every two weeks. That, that's, we're, we're reduced to that. So, you know, uh, but if we could meditate, and my wife and I do meditate a lot, and that's when I've, I've started getting these uh, images at night because I have cleared my head a little bit from the garbage of the day, you know. Uh, but we have weird stuff going on in our house too, orbs. You know, uh, and it's just, it's a real thing. It's just a real thing. But, you know, the, the, the pineal gland, if we could truly meditate, you know, take off our shoes, put our feet to the dirt and connect with the earth and all of that, you know, and do it where it wasn't told, well, that's, you better not do that. You got to wear shoes. You're going to step on a nail. You're going to step on a thorn. You know, there's all kinds of reasons not to be in touch with who we were, you know, you know. How'd they build Machu Picchu? How'd they build the pyramids? Well, 10,000 slaves on uh, wooden rollers over the uh, desert sand. Mm. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Acoustic <laughs> levitation. Yes. So I think the sound. Yeah. And uh, I think with Machu Picchu, uh, some of those rocks may have been sort of lasered together. They look like lasers. I mean, there's no yeah. way anybody carved those perfect angles. You can't get a piece of paper between those joints no. that they were made at least 5,000 years ago. We can't do that now. Mm -hmm. that's, that's just staring you right in the face. You go, what? We can't do that now with today's technology. We can put a guy on Mars. We can't build Machu Picchu again. Why? Well, the unions would be way too expensive for one. Well, that's a stupid excuse. But, you know, <laughs> we don't have the technology. We don't have to either levitate those stones up and or fit them the way they're fit. You know, we just, we don't have it for all the powerful things we think we can do, but we can't build pyramids, you know, can't rebuild Machu Picchu. Or well, that, uh, some people will say it was built by giants. And then a lot of people will associate the stories of giants with Sasquatch. Yeah. Red hair giants, Nephilim. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and who's to say that's not partly true? We don't know. They could have been uh, the Nephilim, depending on your religious leanings, are a variety of things, you know, but the red-haired giants. They could have been offshoots of the Sasquatch people, and they did maybe get killed out because you don't see or hear a lot about those anymore unless you're up in the very, very deep wilds of Canada, you know, so... Yeah, there's, but there's many, many, many more questions than answers. The answers we get are just 
baloney, you know, when they don't want to tell you anything. You know, I, I, think, to- I think the answer, I don't disagree with you on that one. I think the answers are there. You know, I think, like, we just talked about some possible answers. I think it's our ability to accept the truth. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. yeah that, that's what I meant. Yeah. Good point. You, you cleared know, it up. Yeah. Oh, there's no answer, but yeah. The evidence no, no. is there. You're collecting the evidence. A lot of people are collecting evidence. It's there. The yeah. truth is there. Yeah. The, 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 the mythologies and the stories from our past are all there. The, mm-hmm. the, um, hieroglyphs are there. The, uh, pick the, pick the whatever they are. Are there the, the cave no, the drawings? Are there you know, the uh, the uh, the uh, cave drawings? Yeah, all, all the, that is there. Yeah, the uh, giants of Loveland, Nevada. Mm-hmm. All those 10, 11, 12 foot tall skeletons—they all disappeared. They had a couple of them on display, and they mysteriously disappeared. And now they uh, disavow any knowledge at all. We never had. We never said that. We never had. You know, they had a museum, a rock museum, in this little dinky store in Loveland. Uh, Nevada that had skulls, really big skulls and some big bones, and now they've all disappeared. Government cleaned that up. Yeah, well, we're taught how to think. We're taught how to think the day we're born. So this doesn't exist. This doesn't exist. We're handed a textbook that tells you this is how the world is. This is how science is. This is how literature is. This is world history. This is whatever. Sasquatch? No. North American apes? No. UFOs? No. None of that happens. None of that exists. Can't be. You know. Oh wait, we did lie. There are UFOs. So our bad. We'll get back to you. you know, so, but we're we're taught that the first twenty years of your life, mm-hmm. from the day you're born to the day you get out of college, if you go to college, you're educated. You're you're indoctrinated into the way of mass thinking, and so. Sasquatch can't possibly be. You, have, you know, none of that stuff. Cryptids can't be because they say so. You know, so why why do you think that? Well, that's, I'm learning that in school. I mean, just don't exist. I've never seen one, so it must be true. And you just go about your life, and you you're not grabbing a shovel and digging just a little. Do you imagine growing up in the wild without being exposed to all of that and not having all those beliefs put into you? Wouldn't that be, be awesome? Like? Wouldn't that be cool? To That'd not be awesome. Have all that ridiculous programming instilled in, you know, installed in us. Yeah. Plus, I could wear a loincloth, and I'd probably weigh about fifty pounds less, and I'd be very healthy. You know. I bet you'd look great in a loincloth. Yeah. I think about it all the time. Well, there was a one time back in the eighties. <laughs> oh, never mind. <laughs> that was my Tarzan period. You know? <laughs> yeah. I want to be Johnny Washington when I grow up. Did, did you uh, ever play? A rock and roll show wearing a loincloth like Ted Nugent? No, I did wear a ballet outfit. <laughs> uh, yeah, I had black tights. Do you have pictures of this? Ballet shoes. Huh? Do you have pictures? Actually, yes. Oh, you got to put I'll it in. It. It's got to go in book four. Yeah, no, probably not. But I do have a picture <laughs> of me uh, in one of my bands. Uh, uh, I, it's it's the only picture I think I have, but uh, oh, yeah, no, uh, it's black uh, top and bottom leotards and pink ballet shoes. Mm, I have to see that. I'll send it to you. <laughs> no, it, it's 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 a funny picture, you know, and uh, you know, it's a. Uh, I wore a lot of bizarre stuff, but that was mm-hmm. one thing. But yeah, uh, loincloth I never did, you know. Uh, it, it's it's too cold. 
It is cold. It's the winter. So, uh, how much time do we have? As much time as you need. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't know if we had a time. We we're pushing an hour, so I didn't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't keep time. In fact, oh, good. Time's just missing. Well, time is a human construct. You know, that's the fourth dimension. So, you know, so you know, height, weight, depth, and time. Mm-hmm. Those are the four perceptive dimensions us humans have. You know, scientists will agree to maybe up to eleven, and even more scientists will say we could have as many as twenty-two. Yeah. You know, so if that's true, and science says it's probably true, what's going on in those other dimensions? Possibly nothing in some, mm-hmm. but possibly there's another Gary and Carter. I'm sure there is. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure my theory is that everything that is possible exists somewhere in some dimension. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, why would it be possible? Yeah. Well, does that mean we're we're creating our own reality? Yes. Yeah. That's possible. It's also yeah. uh, all, all possibilities probably exist. All probabilities exist in a mathematical point of view. Yeah. So, so, so how can they, at the same in the same breath, say that, and in the same breath say, well, certain things aren't possible? You can't. You can't. It's hypocritical. Yeah. Yeah. And I know they know that. You know, scientists will never help us out because scientists, you know, mostly who signs their paycheck is the government. They get the grants, the college mm-hmm. and government grants so if the government or college says colleges say uh sasquatch no don't put anything in that or your the checks will stop coming right that's oversimplifying but it's i've looked at the research you know science in college uh, colleges get most of their uh, excuse me science gets most of their grants from colleges mm-hmm. the big universities and science and uh, the government so Right. And they all get their money from endowments. The endowments come from wealthy people who own these large corporations and are profiting off the entire deal. Yeah. Yeah. And don't muck it up by saying there's a Sasquatch no. on a wave runner out in the middle of a lake or your money's dried up. You know. So, and it is. It's It's a weird circle. But you wonder why we... Stay in ignorance. I don't know why. Well, because there's something to them that they don't want us to know. But why what don't they want the, us to know? What, what are they benefiting? I mean, even like the idea of money. Like if we just got rid of money and just lived as in a, commu- a community way. Like, I don't know. It doesn't make sense to me why things are the way they are. Well, besides, you know, uh, you know, knowledge is power and power corrupts, you know, <clears throat> but admitting that Sasquatch are here and admitting that they are not just a dummy. And if all these theories that I'm putting out and everybody else is wrong, well, so be it. It's wrong. Mm-hmm. But you got to start digging around somewhere. You know, I seem to be exposed more to certain things than other things. So that's where I'm digging. You know, I take the weird angles because there's something there, you know. And the more they go to the trouble of denying that mm-hmm. without a plausible reason other than, well, because we say so. You know, I think there's something to these beings that they don't want us to know. I think they're, you know, they've been here a long, long time. Yeah. They're highly intelligent. Mm-hmm. They can do a lot of the things people are claiming 
uh, and since we're in the mindset and have been taught the public that this can't happen, there's the there's the loggerheads right there. There's one of them, you know. Uh, but you know, it, it, they don't want us to know because then they're going to have to explain all the other lies. And uh, maybe they are trying to monetize uh, the Sasquatch uh, enterprise or whatever it is. Uh, there's theories out there. Some of these I don't adhere to, but you know trying to create super soldiers. Maybe the Sasquatch were uh, an attempt to create, like Stalin uh, was trying to uh, take gorillas and apes or other, I think, orangutans, chimps, and make them super soldiers, you know. And maybe they have the abilities, and they could be uh, extraterrestrials. Right. If they're in another dimension... Are they still on this planet? Or are they in another dimension on another planet somewhere else entirely? I mean, we, we don't even know that, you know. But there's something about them because it's not that big a deal. They're discovering new species every day, every week. There's new, there's a new breed of camel. There's a new, you know, tree. There's a new fish, tadpole, you know, uh, ocelot. There's all, they're discovering new stuff weekly. Right. And they have no qualm about mentioning that uh, a new ancestor of man, you know, they find a, an ear bone or a pinky bone mm -hmm. and they reconstruct, you know, you know, all that. So, you know, they talk about that without even thinking about it. Why do they deny so adamantly, you know, uh, because you know, for obvious reasons, you know, the, uh, the government uh, has all the national forests and all that, you know, uh, tourists, Mm -hmm. All the revenue from that. The lumber companies are harvesting our forests. So they got uh, skin in the game. You know, if there's a Sasquatch here. We got to shut all this down, protect a relative of man. Oh my God. There goes the lumber industry. There goes the paper industry. Hey, how about him? Oh, never mind. That's another soapbox. But you know <laughs> what I mean? It, it's, there's just things that monetized have, have monetized things so that that would grind to a halt and that stops a lot of people's paychecks and under the table money, you know? So that would be a reason, even if they weren't paranormal or quantum type beings. But if you throw that in there, that they come and go at will, uh, you know, they pilot craft, they have all the skill sets we have and many, many, many more uh, that we just don't, picture them having because they're just tall, ugly looking. Mm -hmm. well, a gorilla can't fly a spaceship. Well, it's not a gorilla, but I know what you're thinking because it looks like one, but it's not, you know? So there's a reason, you know, throw the financial reasons out. There's, there's other reasons, you know, uh, the guy in my second book, he took that logging crew out and their hair came back right. standing on end. 12 guys, experienced Sasquatch. You say a word, you'll never work in the logging industry again. And this is in the middle of nowhere in Canada. And you know how hard a job to find out there is? Uh, it's impossible, you know, unless you're a trapper or something of that nature, you know, the, the deep, deep woods. So, you know, you say a word, this never happened. He didn't say, you're crazy. Mm -hmm. What the heck are you talking about? You guys out of your mind, you start happy hour a couple hours early. What the heck's wrong with you guys? No, it was, this never happened. You say nothing. You will never work again. 
about the silence of 12 men. You know, why is that if there's just an ape that's in the woods? You know, they'd find a way around that, you know. If it was just a cryptid, they would tell us. Like any other yeah. discovery, you're correct. You make a really good point that they would just say, okay, this hominid exists. It's a hominid. You know, this is what we know about. It. We know about its diet, its intelligence, and this and that. You know, here's where it lives. We can, you know, do a preservation area there for them. But that's not what's happening. Mm-mm. No. And that's, that's, I'll be on my soapbox you know, screaming that from the mountaintops until I die, because that is what is going on. I think the secrecy is split right down the middle with the intelligence quotient and the money. Because we will have to shut down virtually all the forests in North America where there's logging to protect the habitat. So there goes the paper and lumber. You know, I mean... That's the money end of it. But the other end of it, like you said, if it's just a cryptid, so what? They, they found a new, you know, pygmy human, uh, what, two or three years ago mm-hmm. in Laos or somewhere. I mean, you know, the little, you know, three foot. Yeah, the little boom. hobbit people. Yeah. I mean, where's the big secrecy on that? Well, because they're precursors to us. You know, they, they are, you know, not intelligent they did phase themselves out one way or another, you know, uh, evolutionary. And I, you know, evolution is a whole nother joke. And how long have we been on the planet? You know, uh, you know, the Christians say 6,000 years, right. you know, uh, the ice age, something happened between 10 and 15,000 years ago, sometime around 12,000 years ago, there was a cataclysmic event on the earth. Uh, may or may not have been the flood, but everything changed, you know, if you read Lloyd Pye's book, everything you know is wrong mm-hmm. about the Sumerians and the Anunnaki when they came and colonized Earth because they. You read some of that stuff; it will made my head hurt. You know, I was I was I was with, I was so gleeful when I was reading. I said, "That makes so much sense. That makes sense." You know, in DNA manipulation to get the hairy humans, which were the Sasquatch people living on the planet at the time, get us bred down to where we were still strong, still had intelligence, but would take orders. And that's where we come up with the hairless humans like you and I Mm -hmm. to help mine the gold so they could save their atmosphere on their planet, Nerubu, the the 10th planet. Mind-boggling theory. But if you just read that, and it's so well done and put out, you know, uh, it gives you food for thought, if nothing else. You know, the one thing I wonder about that one is why did they leave us here anyway? Why didn't they just exterminate us when they were done extracting the gold? I don't know. You know, maybe they wanted to see us live on. You know, maybe we were an experiment. Hmm. Well, let's just come back in ten thousand years and see how these hairless humans have done, and now they can see what we've done. You know. We're on the verge of nuclear war every other week and, you know, we're trashing the planet, you know, we're killing off animals and, you know, yeah, come take a look at the, uh, the, the human, you know, crap show, uh, <laughs> Monday through Friday, you know, nine to five, you know, uh, so yeah, it, 
that was the part of the book where he says, well, we left them here. We came and got what we needed. We went back and saved our, our planet, our atmosphere and our planet, you know. And so they just left us here. In their mind, they left us better than they found us. We had some DNA manipulation in our bodies and the Sasquatch uh, are the evolutionary byproduct of them tampering with our DNA to get us to where we could take orders, think and reason without uh, having an uprising and rebelling against the, the ruling class. I mean, it goes into great detail. It's just, you know, it's another thought, you know, uh, but those are, those books are like put away on the back shelf. Nobody talks about, it, you know, I just thought it was fascinating, you know, uh, and I couldn't get them to allow me to put any of it in the book and this wouldn't respond, you know, hmm. Boyd Pies estate and everything. They, just, they don't respond, you know. I think that all life in the universe is somehow connected genetically. I, I don't think that there's, I think we're all related. I think all, all life in the universe is somehow related through DNA. Yeah. Well, well Gary, am I in your will? I'm yeah. your long lost son. You are. Okay. Okay. Well, that's why I want to make sure I just want to check our bond. Yep. You know, but it's true. We're all of the, dust of the universe mm -hmm. we're all space dust it's correct we're all just a little piece we're all part of some big thing and some big giant thing and some bigger thing than all of that on top you know but yeah we're all we're all space dust you know and then you know the you know the government and the paper companies and all those people come in and, and put criteria on things and value on it and then you know monetize it and then all of a sudden the dispersal of information gets uh, more vague and less truthful and less and less period so yeah come see what we did to the planet <laughs> yeah and that does seem to be the, like i said earlier you know that seems to be the primary message of sasquatch is trying to communicate because you know, even with like the Native American indigenous people, there was a peaceful relationship with Sasquatch. You know, yeah. whether Sasquatch is a cryptid or a spiritual creature or a quantum creature or all three, you know, the, the message is always the same. Yeah, it is. It is the same. And, you know, I think the Native Americans and the Sasquatch will probably still be having some type of interactions, and they may in some areas if you go way, way, way up north, you know, in Canada. You know, but when white men came along and started wiping out the Native Americans, they they fled. They said, we're out of here. You know, I think <clears throat> that started the, the division between, you know, them and us, you know. And they saw what humans were doing to the Native Americans. I mean, how could you possibly want anything to do with a human when they were just annihilating a race of people because they look different? Right. They saw us wipe out all these people that they had a, a relationship with. Yeah. Yeah. And then and he said, so, we're done. Get yeah. Out of here. You, got, you humans, you suck. We're, we're done. Yeah. We're moving back where you can't even find us, you know. And so, yeah, it, it's yeah, but this whole process, these the last two books, the, the people are just they're awesome, you know, and they're so thankful to be able just to tell their story, you know, and they've been very complimentary. Oh, my God, you, you helped me so much. And, you know, I don't 
I mean, I care about it now that they say it, but that's not why I do it. You know, just you got to get these stories out. You know, one day I still have to tell you my abduction story. We were going to talk about that a long time ago. I'll have to tell you about that. I want to hear it. You have time now? No, no, it's too long. Hmm. We were were going to talk about that. I almost said something uh, when you when I booked this show, but I thought, well, he'll bring it up. Uh, But, yep. And it has nothing to do with my abduction has, I think it has everything to do with why I'm hungry and thirsty for knowledge about all of this stuff. Cause I've known this happened when I was 10. So I've known since 10 or believed that there was more to the world, more to the universe than they're saying, you know, that's why I first saw the, uh, uh, Leonard Nimoy in search of it changed my life it. too. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's what I, it, it just so happened. I didn't find out that I was abducted until 2006. And I, I had four regressions, mm-hmm. hypnotic regressions from 2006 to 2010. All the stories are the same. And I had memories as a child but those memories were screen memories of other things that didn't happen. They were given to me to keep me from remembering what really happened, just like we were talking earlier. And I had four witnesses with me on that one, you know? And so we'll, we'll have, if you want to do another show, we, we, that, that's a, that's, that's probably 45 minutes at least of going into great detail about that. Yeah, I'd love to do that. I, yeah. I'm, I'm fascinated with uh, experiencer stories and, yeah. you know, all the commonalities. That, like, that's another thing, too. I can't, I can't dismiss it. There's too many commonalities. Mm-hmm. And the other thing that I found about experiencer stories is that um, it's happening for a reason. They, these beings want us to know. They seem to when, – when people have the experience, too, they also seem to have, you know – more psychic abilities, more ability to heal other people, um, open minds. It, it changes mm. people's lives. And then those people whose lives have been changed by the experience tend to go out and try to change other people's lives. Yeah, yeah. That's that's very, very, very true, you know. And it, it uh, I think we're in a age of awakening. I think we are moving forward from the baloney we've been fed. I think we are, you know, and I'm finding some people that were agnostics, Sasquatch wise Mm -hmm. or paranormal wise period. You know, that hunter that says, well, I've been hunting these woods 30 years and I've never seen one. So if I hadn't seen one, I've been all over. So they don't exist. Then you get a phone call a year later. Uh, can we talk? (laughs) You know, Mm -hmm. something's happened, you know? Mm -hmm. Oh, really? Really, Bob? Well, that's interesting. You were were sticking pins in your Carter voodoo doll last time we talked. (laughs) I was talking about all this weird stuff that never happens, you know? So, yeah, it's uh, a, I think we're in a a age of more acceptance racially, politically, I don't think so, but belief wise in the esoteric abstract and paranormal things, you know, paranormal is not a dirty word. I think woo is a dirty word, but paranormal it just means it's not normal. And we've defined normal, you know, right. the government, the teachers and the book schools, this is normal. You know, this is not normal. 
you know, but I think we're all like, I agree. I think we're getting there. It's just, God, it's taking forever. I'm worn out. I'm, I'm tired trying to, you know, convince people, you know, you, you got to take it upon yourself to do a little digging on your own, you know? Yep. But it's your job. Yeah. So it's your job but, uh, to write you know, books. It's your job to get these message out and, and, and to help people open their minds. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, you know, I keep, this is a broken record, but, you know, considering is not believing. It's just considering. Well, let me think. Can a Sasquatch walk into a tree and never come out the other side? I'll give it a spin. I mean, that's the battle, you know, you're, you're fighting, you know. Uh, can a Sasquatch make me do something I don't want to do, make me see something I don't want to see or can't see or I know I shouldn't be seeing? Okay, let's go there. I mean, you know, to somebody who's an agnostic, that's a, that's a big step. Some of them do it all at once. Some of them do it little baby steps. Some mm-hmm. take a half away and then they go, eh, I just can't do it. But that's okay. At least you tried, you know. But, you know, just to shut people down, you know, automatically because of their belief system. You want to believe, you want me to believe that you believe in just a name? Well, how about if you believe that I believe that they're more than an ape? What's the difference? You know, I'm shunned because I don't adhere to your belief, but uh, you can shun me. Hmm. How's that fair? It's not. not. You know, another way to look at it is, are we just humans? How are we just humans if we have, like, near-death experiences, telepathy, psychic abilities, and all of that? And so if we're more than human, then why wouldn't a Squasquatch be more than Sasquatch? Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, some things are allowed to happen. Some things, some weirdness is allowed. You know, it's funny, like with ghosts. Okay, ghosts, we'll, we'll give that. It's possible ghosts exist and they come and they materialize. And orbs, well, that seems to be mostly a paranormal ghost thing. We'll, we'll, we'll pigeonhole that. So that topic is okay because that seems to be regularly agree to that those things happen a lot with ghosts and haunted houses and things. So that's okay. But when you put it over here, that's not okay. Well, see, that's just like you said earlier, it's hypocritical. You know, it's just, it's so bizarre, you know, it is. And I think the trick to this kind of stuff though, is is flipping our thinking around and looking at it from different ideas, Mm -hmm. from different views, you know, because I believe that humans are more than human. I believe we have much more abilities than we do. I think we're all have share common DNA. And mm-hmm. if we have extra, extra abilities, then obviously Sasquatch or any other animal or creature, living thing does too. Probably even my dog. Yeah. You know, you, you know how poorly humans are actually uh, conditioned to live on the planet. We can't see at night. A mosquito sees better at night than we do. We can't see at night. We can't communicate over long distances without something to help us. Animals use infrasound to communicate. They have, you know, we see shades of gray at night. Most animals see color at night. So we're ill-equipped unless we have a flashlight or a thermal camera or a big gun or to go out at night and look for spooky stuff. You know, we're just Mm ill-equipped, you know. Uh, we think we're, you know, the master of all we see, but we're really not the masters. You know, we are forcing it into submission rather than 
using the earth as it was put here to be and you know using the materials wisely and you know it, it take care of the planet don't pollute the water the plastic all the you know the, the you know, atmosphere all of that you know the warming we trashed the place we're like trailer trash you know <laughs> no offense to people that live in trailers i lived in one too but i'm just saying you know to use a euphemism we're just like Oh my God, who invited these people to the party? Mm-hmm. You know, we shouldn't. We, so, all the, everybody, the, the fish, everything is better equipped to live on this planet than we are. We're the interlopers, you know, and we're the ones that think we're the big dogs and we're really just, we're just trashing the place. You know, who invited these guys to the party? So, you know, uh, we, we need to learn more about ourselves and what's really going on go inside instead of trying to control everything prices nuclear politics countries race all that we're we're not we're not trying to get better as people we're just trying to be the biggest and the baddest have the biggest gun biggest stick you know i got more money than you we got more money than them we'll just buy that company we'll just buy that country out we'll buy that country and call it Russia. Mm. We'll, we'll get rid of Ukraine and call it Russia. You know, that's all we care about. We, you know, the the puritanical stuff that we're trying to, you and I are talking about. The people that have all the power and the control, they don't. Y'all go do that. That's fine. You know, but we we have no interest in that. So it's sad, but you know, there's so much out there to keep doing. And I'm I'm all fired up. I know you are. I mean, I I, I enjoy doing all that. I enjoy the fight. You know, I enjoy the fight. Well, let's do, let's do the next show. We'll just go straight to my, unless you got something else you want to, I'll, I'll yeah. The reason I don't no. talk yeah, about definitely it want to, definitely want to hear it. Next show is going to be specific to, to your experience because I really yeah, want to hear it. And, and here's the deal. You know, I don't talk about it until recently because, oh, you're a Sasquatch guy and you've been abducted by alien. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. What else? You got a ray gun? I mean, you know, I've gotten flack for that before, but I don't care what you think. Right. You know, it's It does kind of muddy the water, but it just, it ties into who I became. Yeah, it's all connected. It is all it is. connected. It is. It's a weird thing, and it's not that big a deal. You know, I tell the story, you're going to be going, oh, boy, I got a story for you. That's nothing, you know. Uh, but it, it, it's an interesting story, and it, it happened when I was 10, and that's the age that I became aware that there was more in the universe, and I had no idea why I knew that until I discovered I'd been taken. And there's three other people there, including my wife, mm-hmm. who watched me, because we all four went to this regression hypnosis place. We wanted to find out if we had past lives. Right. Got sitting around the you know house one night, you know, playing cards or you know just drinking and talking. And you know, I wonder if I had a past life. You know, well, you know that's I wonder too. You know, sometimes I think I was a woman in a past life. So we got to talking about. It. We found somebody, and all four of them watched me go under. I was last. They watched me turn into a ten-year-old boy, talking and sobbing uncontrollably. Wow! Boom, just like that. So that knowledge was like ready to come out because. That's not a past. Well, I guess technically that was a past life, but not a past life in the you know the tense of like 
500 years ago. Yeah. Or 200 years ago. That was 20 years ago. Oh, okay. Wow. No one was more surprised than me. I have all four sessions on cassette tapes. Hmm. Dolores Cannon took me under twice. Oh, wow. Convoluted Universe is one of my favorite books. Yeah. She took me under twice. Hmm. Yeah, this because is I had to go. The other two ladies that took me under mm-hmm. were her students, right? And they both told me, I, "I, I can't handle this. I'm not equipped to deal with this." Because they were so new, they just got their hypnotist license, and mm-hmm. you know. And I drew a picture of what I saw for the first one, and she was free. You need to find somebody. I I can't do this. I I I'm not. Emotionally or otherwise equipped to guide you. So, so, so I said, well, screw it. I'll just go to the, I'll go to the source. I'll go to the war. She taught mm-hmm. you, you know. So, yeah, it's crazy. Fantastic. Let's yeah. do that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. And if I ever get my poop together, I'm going to take all four of those cassettes. I got a new machine, a new little cassette recorder mm-hmm. that has a, a USB port. So I can play it, plug it into a machine, and record those cassettes and get them off the cassette before those things degrade. Oh, you so have to do that, yeah. I'm going to try to get them on uh, a, a flash drive, you mm-hmm. know. I've done it with some other things, you know. But uh, So I need to get that done because I, I want to preserve them for my daughter and other folks in the family and stuff. Oh, yeah, it's important. Yeah. So, awesome. Well, I want to thank you for coming on. This was a... Great interview. Yeah. That's nice conversational stuff. Yeah. It was good talking to you. Yeah, you too. Well, just uh, before we wrap it up, though, you have to plug yourself. Oh. Okay. Not like that. Yeah. Sasquatch Evidence of an Enigma 1. Enigma 2. 2. Coming in 3. Three is, uh, I might send you a copy of the cover. Okay. But don't share it. I won't share it. It will, it'll get your attention. <laughs> you know I keep but, your dirty secrets. Yeah. But anyway, if, if anyone's interested in my books, they're signed, autographed. I'll personalize them. I sell them out of my house. <clears throat> they're full color and full glossy, high, high dollar paper. They're really nice, thick, heavy books. Uh, and, uh, Send them, uh, send 35 bucks and I eat the shipping mm-hmm. to Funny Bones 442, F U N N Y B O N E S dot C B at Gmail. Uh, excuse me, at, uh, yeah, at Gmail. Funny Bones 442 dot C B at Gmail. Mm-hmm. And, uh, just uh, send 35 bucks to PayPal. That's the PayPal account. You just email that PayPal, and I, I, I ship them out that day from the house. You know, uh, they're good books, and the other one should be getting printed sometime in January. I'm just waiting for two, 2023 to come, and I'm waiting for artwork. You know, Sibylla owes me a, a drawing, and she's kind of swamped, so I got to wait for that. But I was going to wait anyway. So anyway. Awesome. So they're good books, folks. And if you don't know much about Sasquatch, the first one's probably a good way to start. But if you want to get into some really bizarre but true, seriously true paranormal quantum stuff, the second book will 
take you out past the cow pasture and over the over the hill and into the next county. It's bizarre. So you gotta keep it going. Yeah, but it, it's it's good stuff. And you know, and my guy, <clears throat> the guy in the, this book, uh, the guy in Canada, uh, he's a recluse pretty much. He did two of uh, Sibylla's shows, two one-hour squatching encounters, uh, sketching encounters. She has mm-hmm. a new YouTube show. He did two of those one-hour shows, which I was shocked to see him because he's just very reclusive and he's just he's been shattered uh, by all the stuff that's happened to him. Uh, but he he did it, and I'm very happy for him. He came out and did it. You know, he got got some new courage. You know, and so he is another one of those people that was just ridiculed and, and shamed into saying nothing. Mm-hmm. And he was definitely a basket case for a long time. Mm-hmm. And uh, he came out okay. So I'm, I'm happy for him. That's good. Know? Yeah. So, right. so I will put a link to your website. And I can put that email address too in the notes of this episode so people can buy your book and check you out. Okay. Yeah, I'll send you the link to the website. I still have a website. I'm, yeah. I'm going to connect that in the uh, in of December, uh, just not. I don't like the site. I yeah, want to kind of do the whole thing. But I'll I'll send you that to your PM. I'll send you that. Okay. And I'll send you the uh, picture. Uh, what was I going to send? Oh yes, book cover. In my tights. Oh, the tights picture too. Can I, can, <laughs> can I can I share that one? <laughs> yeah, go ahead because I, I share it all the time. You know, I, I'm back behind my drum kit, but you can uh, in my guitar player. You can definitely see me. I'm playing my drums. <laughs> In my black tights and my pink ballet shoes. So if anybody and, wants to uh, see that, you can probably check out the Everything Imaginable Facebook group. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it'll be there because I'll, I'll, I'll dig it out now as soon as you're done talking. I'll in fact, you can post it in there. You, you remember. Huh? You can post it oh, in yeah, there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll post it there. I was going to send the uh, link to your PM if you wanted it somewhere else. You want me to send it, <clears throat> the link to your... Well, the, 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 uh, the tights one put in a group... And the book cover sent to me privately. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. And if I send you a link to the website, yeah. let me send you that on your page or privately. To the website? Yeah. I, I have the link to your website. Okay, we'll post that then. So, yeah. But I'll send you the photo. Well, this has been awesome. I love starting my day like this. I'm all, I'm all powered up now. Me too. You're our second one today already. I did one at 6 p.m. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was working on one of my one of my chapters so I, i've been up for like this is almost lunchtime for me now yeah i've been up six hours oh my gosh <laughs> i've been up five, five and a half hours isn't that crazy i do but better that, in the morning hmm? no this is this is you know good way to start the day talk to my pal gary yeah awesome fantastic yeah. well thank you for being on and uh, hang on for a moment while i play the outro okie doke Thank you for listening to Everything Imaginable. You can reach Gary at everythingimaginable2020.com or message him at everythingimaginable2020 at gmail.com. He's also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. You can buy t-shirts, coffee mugs, and other merchandise to support the cost of producing this podcast. 
click on the merchandise link at the top of this page, www.everythingimaginable2020.com. You can also buy the book, Enlightenment Guaranteed. It's the only book on Zen that you'll ever need. You can find it on Amazon, and it will change your life. Because remember, everything that it says was first imagined. If you loved what you listened to today, don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, and share. Again, thank you for listening to Everything Imaginable with Gary Cochulio. Recording stopped. Recording stopped.